Oh, mama. Put that thing on easy mode. Go with standard, standard, standard edition. Story mode is my big fetish. Go with standard, standard, standard edition. My avatar's all coquettish. Welcome back to Standard Edition, the video game book club podcast where standard people play the standard edition of a video game. My nose was itching and break it down <laughs> week by week. Uh, I'm Billy. I'm Jackie. I'm Alan. I'm Kaylee. And we have with us special guest. Well, actually, you introduce yourself. Hi, my name's Adeline or Addie. I'm a licensed independent clinical social worker and a psychotherapist, and I work in the greater Boston area. Hi, Addie. <laughs> Hi, Addie. Uh, hello, yeah. I don't call it's you good. Adeline. No, nobody. No. Yeah. Also, you can call me, yeah. call me Addie. Wow. Okay. That's, that's what threw me off. I was gonna. I was gonna. Be, we have special guest Addie, yes. professional therapist, uh-huh. with us, so that we can talk about something that I've always found very interesting, which is um. So we joke all the time about, and sometimes we mean the jokes consciously. I think right, but we joke all the time about video <laughs> games as therapy, and we're like, oh, I need mm-hmm. my little like vacation in Zelda mm-hmm. this week after a hard work week and stuff like that. And that was part of my point is like, I think for a lot of people, it's a joke. And then for some people, it's a conscious joke. And then and and we think there could be something to it. So I've always just been kind of curious about video game therapy or video games as therapy as a topic. And we've been working to get Addie in. And that's what threw me off is I was like, <laughs> do I call her Addie? Or are we going with Adeline? <laughs> and now here we are yeah. to talk about video game, video games as therapy. Uh, what, how would you set us up for that, Addie? Uh, well, first of all, sorry for throwing you off. This is like, that's like constantly something that I struggle with because I always write, I always like sign my name everywhere. I never struggle Adeline, with that. But. <laughs> God damn it, Jack. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not like, uh, it's not like no one else here has two names that they use at different Jacqueline's. <laughs> Billiford. <laughs> don't tell them my, my oh, real name on the first um, Oh, no. <laughs> Billiford. Oh, Billiford has been revealed. Billiford, yeah. They're going to find me. <laughs> but yeah so you guys can call me Addie on here though um that's good because it'd be really hard to call you Adeline so Addie professional therapist tell us a little bit about your background and give us your caveats and what you think about for today's session if you will yes mm. I can definitely do that um because it's going to be quite a different format to what you guys usually do. Yes, Tears of the Kingdom coming back next week. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, so my background, um, I am a licensed independent clinical social worker, LICSW. That's my license type. And I work as a therapist currently in a small group practice in the greater Boston area. I see individuals, uh, ad- mostly adults, and I also work a lot with couples. And my training leans more towards treatment of trauma and also anxiety, anxiety and kind of anxiety related situations like OCD and um, like panic disorder. I wouldn't know anything about this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, So uh, yeah, that's just a little bit about my background. I I work full time 
seeing people outpatient. So uh, kind of like what everyone visualizes with therapy. Usually you, you come in, you talk for an hour every week or every couple weeks, and you do that continuously and you hope that it supports some type of positive change or, or growth or something like that. Sweet. Cool. Yeah. Great. So let's see. So Billy asked me a while ago if I would if ever consider being a guest on this podcast. He, like he said, he was kind of interested in the intersections of um, like psychology and mental health and video games. And I am definitely not an expert on video game psychology or, you know, anything in that realm. But I had this idea that I think makes a lot more sense, honestly, which is what if I actually come on the guest more so in the capacity of how I actually practice with people. With a big asterisk on that, I should say this right now, that uh, <laughs> that this is not therapy and, you know, nobody should should take it as such. But with that being said, you know, I was thinking it really makes a lot more sense for me to come in if I would say if I if I'm an, like an expert or I wouldn't even I don't even like to say that. But if I have like particular skills in anything in my work, it's really more so skills in like inquiry and investigation, like kind of encouraging, encouraging reflection, encouraging sort of thoughtfulness uh, to allow people to sort of come to answers on their own. So that's something that's cool. It's actually quite a big misconception about therapy that I mean, therapists are experts in some ways, but uh, what we're actually trained to also understand is that like the clients that we work with are experts on themselves too. And that that's, that actually needs to be something that's really respected, that we, we are there to help people clarify for themselves the decisions that they want to make or the things mm -hmm. that like they, you know, try to help them understand maybe new things about themselves, but uh, really to support then like independent personal change rather than telling people, you know, this is what you should think and this is what you should do. Mm -hmm. um, for the most part, here's the answer that's... to all your problems. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah right. Yes, uh. that's not what therapists do. Like, some people are genuinely disappointed when they come in, and that's not the situation. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, yeah. So that, with all that being said, that is going to be more the tone of this podcast. Do you guys call it a pod podcast? Do you use the shorthand? What do we call it? I've heard. This is already deep. Episode. I never even thought about this before. I feel like uh, podcast is like the show as a whole, but then like mm. today's recording session would just be an episode. An episode. And we're a pod? We are a pod. I guess, <laughs> we're a pod. Yeah. yeah. I guess Doesn't we, that have a different a meaning? I don't know. I, think <laughs> I don't know. Look it up. Uh, it's look, <laughs> look it up, kids. Uh, image search it. See what you find. Well, pod, pod applies on multiple levels, doesn't it? Because you're like a pod is a podcast, but I feel like a pod is also, um, you know, like a group and you... you yeah, you sure. are a pod, yeah. a yeah. pod of a orcas. Sexy group. I was gonna yeah. say, yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, yes. Dolphins, dolphins, <laughs> yeah, porpoises, dolphins, porpoises, porpoise yeah. pod, yeah, porpoise <laughs> pod, or or peas, or peas in a pod, peas in a pod, ah, peas, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's good stuff. Um, <laughs> so anyway. Addy, so much give us so much progress already. This is this is great. So excited. Before we dive in, give us mm -hmm. a very short version of like what you think will do today and what you mm -hmm. think kind of you'll will look to get out of it or what the goal is or however you would phrase that yes yeah good question um yeah so the the tables are going to be a little bit turned today because the the format is going to be that um 
I'm going to sort of loosely be a little bit of a moderator or um, sort of guide the conversation a little bit. And I'm going to ask you all, all four of you, uh, just a bunch of questions. And they will be sort of on different topics related to video games or gaming. And I think for the rest of this podcast, I'll I'll say like games or gaming, and we can understand that to specifically mean video games in this case. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'll, I'll ask you all a bunch of questions that sort of relate to that, but they're all going to be, all the questions are going to be geared towards you all really thinking about what is my personal answer to this. Um, so we're, what we're not trying to do is sort of arrive at an answer of, you know, like what's the truth of like psychology of gaming for everyone who plays it or, you know, like what what do we all need to understand is some kind of um, like common shared thing about gaming. It's more so actually you t you all thinking about, well, like what is this to me and, and like what are what are the different dimensions of my experience in relation mm. to this topic? Mm. So, yeah, that's I think that's the only important thing to know is that all the questions I ask are going to be geared towards uh like you all really specifically thinking about yourselves cool awesome and it cool. sounds like cool. our standard audience could answer the questions in their head as they follow along and <laughs> learn about themselves yeah. as well yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i guess the, yeah yeah self yeah self-guided self <laughs> and <laughs> honestly there's so there's so much in this one this is a this is a packed episode i yes. i would be very eager to hear um how our listeners feel about these questions as well like yeah oh my my feelings on this particular thing are wildly different than yours and this is what i think like yeah. please write mm -hmm. in and and tell us what you think about these questions yes standard dish at yeah. gmail or instagram or twitter you still use uh x alan single x uh, oh, no. yeah x, x gonna no. give it to you um uh yeah 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 twitter it's formerly known that's what the artist formerly known. Okay, Twitter. so all those it's standard so dish. Hit us up there so afterward. Lame. I don't like it. I don't like it. Without further ado, <laughs> let's jump in. Without Addy, further ado, guide us. Okay. <laughs> this additional Addy. All right. So I think I want to start with. I want to get probably one of the most uh, cliched therapist questions just out of the way. But I also think, yeah, it also can be a really, really great question. So. My first question for you all is, what is your earliest memory of playing a video oh. game? Oh, okay. I have a funny story with this. If I, someone's yeah. ready, you, you start because I'm going to have to make sure I have mine. So I think my earliest memory um, was being in Target with my family. And you know how Target oh. has like the displays set up and they have mm -hmm. all those things. And so I got really sucked into, I had never really done that before. I would like went up and like played with one. So like my mom and my brother and my sister are shopping around and doing stuff. And it was a PlayStation 1 and it was Ape Escape. That was the demo that was on, which I don't know if anyone's Ape Escape, which was great. The whole point of this game was that there were time traveling monkeys and you had to catch them. And it was great. And I got sucked into it for a while. And I was like playing and I was like really into it and having a great time with it and like figuring out the controls. I'd never done this before. And my mom was like, all right, Kaylee, come on, it's time to go. And I said, hang on, mom, just one more monkey. And now that is a running joke that I get teased about on a regular basis that's so funny <laughs> whenever i'm like hang on a second they're like just one more monkey i'm like just one more monkey <laughs> <laughs> yeah still that's to this amazing. day still that's to great. this day wow yes. just one more monkey yeah i love how uh i love how 
you were like you were already so immersed in the game that you were just you were already in your own vernacular about it. Yes. Even just playing it a little bit. Yes. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. a that's a very Kaylee thing is uh, I would get into books and stuff and I would mm-hmm. read very like focusedly. Mm-hmm. Um, and parents used to call it Kaylee land um, because I would forget <laughs> that the world existed around me. And yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's great. That's 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 the mm. yeah, ape escape. Mm-hmm. Ape, ape escape. escape. I I feel like I would have trouble determining what the earliest memory is, but I do have these like Polaroid memories. It's almost like mm-hmm. a few scattered Polaroids on the ground, and I don't know what the chronological order of them are. If you know what I mean, okay, and, and like that's about the depth of the memory too, <laughs> of yeah, like having that one image mm-hmm. of that right like no real i have no idea what happened right before the image or what happens right after the image it's like that and some of them are like i remember playing the original zelda on nes mm-hmm. and fighting the very first boss like every time I, I genuinely think i didn't understand that you could save the game so like i would just <laughs> always replay oh, no. to get to like the sword get some bombs fight the same oh, boss no. and like but yeah. that's how young yeah, i was yeah, i don't know yeah. what age i was but i was that young to where it was like that was satisfying to yeah. just replay the same yeah. thing mm-hmm. over and over and have no idea that i'm not playing the game the way like a designer sort of intended mm. it or even continuing it. And I have kind of the same memories with the original Super Mario on NES mm. of like just playing the first level probably a million times and never understanding that there's like a game there and progression mm. just kind of playing those over and over. Like a lot. Yeah. Not understanding that there's a larger framework, but but having a blast. Yeah. 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 Mm. I love uh, that's sort of like Sisyphus, but the fun version. The Legend of Sisyphus, yeah. like rolling the boulder. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's actually satisfying somehow. I love rolling this boulder. Uh, yeah, this boulder's yeah. great. I'm going to kill this, this so triceratops fun. again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of like what, I think in the same camp as Billy, like I don't remember like the very first memory of like, uh interaction with video games uh for the first time but like the ones that like definitely stick out as like core memories Mm -hmm. in a way right um and yeah for me it was like uh original nes um Mm. uh my my dad picked up he just like surprised us one day like bought it Mm. and prior to this like we like you know we we haven't really encountered i think i don't think we really encountered it at anybody else's houses but we knew it was like out there and stuff and the game that he bought obviously was uh super mario bros 3 mm-hmm. uh and i still remember that opening screen with the curtains coming back the guys running across the screen and the checkerboard in the background low land uh and it was kind of one of the first times i've like actually played that game like um like with my dad like this is the only video game i ever played with my dad Aww. which is crazy wow. like, i think about it like think about it now it's like <laughs> and he actually like my mom would be like hey are you gonna like stop and come help out <laughs> he was like sucked in do it was kind of funny um and then yeah yeah we kind of grew up with that game uh me and my brother uh uh back in the day so yeah i think that's what i remember the most about that mm. at uh that first gaming experience i have, I have like a oh go ahead jackie i was just gonna you connect go. to alan's but you you go first and i'll do that after. okay um i really don't have many like early childhood console memories Mm -hmm. so my cousin had like some kind of game boy some kind of small handheld thing not like not like a console that you plug into the tv 
So I remember like seeing this cool like game device that she's using and I'd be like, can I try? And she would be like, sure, like (laughs) see if you can, you know, like I bet you can't play this game and Uh sure enough it was some kind of platformer and i sucked at it and was like yeah this is stupid (laughs) and then then i just never touched consoles again until i love that i got to like none of my friends in like high school or anything really did that um Mm -hmm. uh i guess my boyfriend in high school played gta which one time i made a car but really my first um my first time actually playing through a game and not being like forced to do it as part of socializing or whatever was moving in with Billy and seeing him play Breath of the <laughs> Wild and being like, what is this? I don't have to fight every monster. There's not it's it's like 3D. I can look at that thing and go there and climb that mountain. Like it was just mind blowing. And it was really my first video game experience was Breath of the Wild. Wow, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yep. Wow. That's such a cool first video game. Yeah, it really is. It's like a <laughs> just really yeah. like every it's just downhill from there, truly. Yeah. <laughs> so me chasing right, that dragon. Yeah. Yep. Jackie was a late bloomer of sorts. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Bloomed strong though. Well, yeah, that's yeah, so right. interesting because like I was gonna say, Alan reminded me that yeah, some of my Mario, the first one for me though, memories are of my dad also playing it. And mm-hmm. I was like sitting there and him doing some of the jumps I couldn't do. And then handing yeah, it to me, yeah, and I'm yeah. sure I just fucking killed us like immediately. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. God damn it, this kid. He doesn't he has no hand-eye coordination. <laughs> uh but yeah, he also <laughs> like got over it right after that game. Like whatever it was about it, right? It was like NES was this thing. Yeah, they were probably like the perfect a... age to be like, I bought this thing because I used right. to play it in the arcade and now I gave it to mm-hmm. my kid and I'm bored. Yeah. And like, yeah, we played that game and like never again. Right. Yeah. There was Which something cultural about that, I think. Yeah. Like cultural moment, maybe that like yeah. attached itself to like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Not right, like you said. Probably, I never played another game like you know, legit with my dad, like in a video game setting. But like, yeah, the NES was sort of like a a pivotal kind of thing for for us in a way. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is interesting that it is interesting that sort of the like the children of that generation, a lot of them felt really drawn to like playing the games, but um, but like some of those adults that kind of jumped in and tried it for a little while and then jumped back out i feel like mm. i mean that probably says a lot about um like how much or how little we support the concept of play like in general and in, in mm. the society mm. but we'll get to that that's those are some other questions <laughs> spoilers to come yeah. um, <laughs> but alan can i ask you a follow-up question sure because so when billy and kaylee told their stories um i noticed that they both had uh, like there, there was one commonality that I noticed about just immersion, like really uh-huh. kind of feeling really immersed, um, and and having like a felt sense of that almost. And I'm wondering if you had like I'm wondering how much or how little you felt that sense of like immersion when you were like playing Mario and like the cur- you know the curtains would part and you'd sort of get into it. Yeah, it was. It, I, yeah, I feel like that game for sure was like the first feeling of like you're immersed i don't know you're like in the world and i think that was like the two-player version too so obviously i'd always be luigi because i'd be the younger brother um <laughs> and um just you know that's just how it goes right that's how like, it goes. i'm not gonna be mario no. i never get to play mario um but um 
so so yeah i think i think like yeah and the the way the mini map is too like you're literally moving the character between in the world which Mm -hmm. i thought was really cool um but yeah it was the first four race i feel like it's just you're kind of sucked in immediately and it's hard not to be i guess um at least for me for me it wasn't you know it was very easy yeah i mean it jackie it sounds like i don't know what how how did you feel about the, well, like those earlier times where you when you brought you know, up when you brought quit. up immersion and like you know the idea of like Kaylee land like forgetting the 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 <laughs> world around you i honestly for a while there was super super addicted to the sims um mm. which is on pc right, which yeah. like does that count like oh, i don't know totally, oh, yeah. it totally yeah. counts right yeah, yeah. Totally oh yeah right. i would I spend like my mom, my mom was a nurse, so she would be out of the house from like, and her work at the hospital <laughs> she worked at is really far away. So she'd be out of the house from like 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. So Jackie alone in the house would just kill entire weekends in front of the computer <laughs> playing Sims. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, I would yeah. go down and get myself food, bring it up to the computer and just keep going. Like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So that's. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, it's interesting that like The Sims have such a different, uh, like what would I say? Not being an expert on all video games, but like The Sims, there's no there's there's no fighting any bosses. Exactly. Like there's no combat. It's essentially Barbies, but yeah, yeah, yeah. more advanced. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, what? I'm, maybe it's related to that, but what do you think it was about The Sims that really drew you into that versus the game that mm. I forget which I forget which game. Trying to listen to all four of you really carefully, but the game that you said, you know, this is stupid. I quit. You know, what? What do you <laughs> oh, think oh, that the difference yeah, was for you? Oh, to be fair, I don't think Jackie knows what that game was. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't it was that's just right. some. It was some maybe platformers. Something yeah, that yeah, was yeah. like, if you don't jump, if you don't hit exa- at exactly yeah. the right moment, you die. Some and side like, scrolling thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I think. Well, I think the difference is you can't really win or lose The Sims. It's like mm-hmm. if you lose your Sim dies i guess and then you have a ghost but like that's still it's not like game over you got to start over again it's like oh cool now i have a, now oh, I have a haunted house <laughs> like yeah. I, don't know. I think it was the winning and losing part that really sold it for me yeah i mean and that was on a that was i guess i'm gonna jump all over the place now because I, I feel like we're really in it but um because that was one of the other things that i was curious about for all of you is just like what's your what is your relationship to um let's say a few things, I guess, like winning, um, winning and or sort of being good or skilled at a game. Mm. Um, like what's your relationship to that and like your enjoyment of, of a game? Mm. And mm. I guess there are games where it's not about that at all. So that's interesting too. But, but I'm curious, you know, especially because right now, you know, Tears of the Kingdom, you're playing a game that very much, I think both of those things are very true. You can, you get more skilled at it and you, there's a, you know, you win it eventually. Mm. I so mean, it's your... it's super relevant to Elden Ring as well. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because, like, oh, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. be really bad at it. You can lose your runes or your... Was it runes? Yeah. Runes yeah. And your, mm. and your mind. <laughs> You're saying that. <laughs> yeah, in real life. The real you. The real life. Yeah. 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 Like, totally in really high stakes games, it's a lot harder to be satisfied. Like if you're not good at it, it, in my experience, like, mm-hmm. it's very frustrating. 
I like the challenge of trying to be good at it, though. Um, yeah. Elden Ring was fun because it was just like, yeah, get good <laughs> or, or have a terrible time with this. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, mm. all right, sure. And I, I do like... I do like the min-maxing thing. I do like trying to figure out mm. the build and oh, like yeah, yeah. the tactics and the things that I like assembling all of that into a thing that I can then execute. You know, I so I do find I like I like gathering all the techniques and putting something together that makes sense for me. Um, with flexibility like that is super fun. And I think that's why like God of War kind of fell flat a little bit for all of us because the mm. flexibility wasn't there. You had to win in one specific way. Yeah. And mm. I, I do find that I yeah, yeah. don't like that. If I if I can't pick my path, then it's not as much fun for me, regardless mm. of whether I'm winning or losing. Yeah. But I do have yeah. some fun memories of me as a kid. Um, the other game that I played a lot when I was a kid was Super Smash Bros. <laughs> on uh, mm. GameCube. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. at the oh. time, my brother and all of his friends were like 10 and I was 15. And so yeah. I was I was the goddess of that game oh to, these, to these boys. And I was like, I would just smoke them. I was just oh. I was just wipe oh, the great. floor with their little 10 year old asses. It was awesome. <laughs> I bet so many of your brother's friends had a crush on you. Like, Aww. oh, your sister. <laughs> was cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> your cool older sister that beats us in Smash. And it was, a, it was a cool I think it was probably a cool coming of age for my little brother when he could finally beat me. Yeah. And it's like, look, wow. your hand-eye coordination is developed. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Wow. Yeah. You did it. Reached yeah. that milestone. It's fun. Wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. What about the rest of what about the rest of you? You know, what yeah, what would you say? What role does sort of being skilled or good at a game or or winning play? Yeah, I'm curious what Alan and I are gonna say, because we yeah. obviously probably have more history with liking challenging games. Uh, I have an interesting answer, but Alan, are you ready? Because you can uh, take it first. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think it's funny because it's like historically, like if I, you know, and I, I wonder if this changes, might not change, like based off of, uh, you know, when when someone decides to pick up gaming. But like when I was little, like I, you know, a lot of the games available were very much like there's a boss, there's a an objective. You kind of have to be good at it to beat the game or win the game or do. And then there's an element of like, at least for me, playing uh, with siblings and stuff and, like, mm-hmm. trying to one-up each other and, like, be better or, like, get to a point where you're, like, at a level is like, oh, I can't do it, you try. And it's, like, mm-hmm. so we're kind of, like, trying to um, try to be better at the game together at, at certain points. And then growing up, I kind of just, like, gravitated towards games that have a bit more skill to it. And only now, later, I feel like I've, you know, started to get into games that are more, like, it's less about winning or losing, right? And you find enjoyment, at least I find enjoyment in those in a different way. Um, which is yeah. kind of uh, liberating and like relaxing. Like I like I know like during the pandemic, people really jumped onto Animal Crossing. I, oh. my, wife, my wife did. It was like, oh, and yes. I kind of like watched her play, and I was like, this is this is great. I mean, this is cool. This is fun. You know, in its own way, Breath of the Wild was was a, a bit of that too. But it had sort of both sides to it too. You can just not play the game forever, and uh, right. that's fine. That's you're still playing the game, mm-hmm, and right. you're still finding enjoyment in it. So uh, I feel like I've evolved in that way, but like. Totally early on, totally about skills, totally about, um, you know, winning and uh, uh, beating the game, I guess. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I was connecting the dot from like our what we were talking about a minute ago with immersion and trying and thinking about like, well, why do I like games that are really difficult? Like, obviously, Alan and I play pretty much all the Soulsborne games and 
and get super into it. Um, but their series is, is it's interesting with their series because I don't necessarily like that across the board in every game. So like when we played God of War, that challenge to me got boring. Uh, and I think as I'm thinking about it now, I think it's because one of my biggest things is really just immersion. And hmm. if the game doesn't feel immersive, then the challenge is not interesting hmm. because I don't really want to play the game anyway, right? Like hmm. there's something about God of War that was obviously super well produced, uh, but it, it's such a gamey game that it never immersed me in hmm. anything that was going hmm. on. Um, whereas something about all the FromSoft games and like Zeldas and all the you exploring, that can be really immersive. And then the reason I think I still actually prefer the FromSoft to things like Tears of the Kingdom, even though Tears of the Kingdom is doing things like far better than FromSoft in different uh, arenas, is that Tears of the Kingdom never never really is challenging. Mm-hmm. So there's there's moments where it's like, but I did all this thing and I found this thing. And sometimes my my monkey brain like is like, yeah, but I don't need it because I can already just beat the game right now if I want to likely. <laughs> yeah, or, you yeah. know what I mean? Like there's something about not having the challenge to not need the gear, to not need the whatever. Then sometimes I break into like, why am I even doing this? Mm-hmm. Or if the lore isn't there, like that's why the FromSoft it immerses me deeper into like, I need to find the puzzle pieces and like I'm a historian piecing together like the, their past. And, and that is really satisfying. I think that's probably the same reason that one of my favorite genres is the horror genre for games mm-hmm. because it's just like one of the most immersive and when you're really in it and when mm-hmm. it's really scary, totally. a good one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you really yeah. have to just forget about your outside life mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. think about what's in the hallway that's stalking you that you can hear in front of you and, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, that's, yeah. that's why I think I love those things. And that challenge is great. But then, yeah, the challenge... I need the challenge for stakes to get more immersed, but then if I don't find the game immersive anyway, then I don't like challenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, and that um, that concept of uh, well, I guess I'm going back to what like Alan and Kaylee were talking about a little bit about. Um, so I think you both were about like the kind of the difference between having the freedom to have or. Have like having the freedom to sort of choose whether you're going to like I'm going to kind of commit to the goals of this game or I'm gonna take it a little slower pace and and sort of um, like explore a little bit and hmm. the the games that combine those things um, sounds like they're really appealing well to a lot of people really mm-hmm. uh, sounds like mm-hmm. God of War does not fall into that category. <laughs> yeah. yeah God, nope. Man. Yeah. No. I have not played that, but yes, sounds like it. Um, going back to, going back to a few of you brought up siblings and yeah, siblings and sort of that competitiveness. Mm. And um, so some of you have already started to talk about this, but I'm also wondering just more, you know, even more and, and more generally just how, how gaming when you were younger, um, if you gamed at all, like how that fit into your like social circles, like both both family and, you know, what did your did you play games with friend groups? Was it um, was it the kind of situation where it was always at like one friend's house? Mm-hmm. You know, what was the and it sounds like there was some competition among siblings and that that was really dominant. But, um, you know, those those were a few different questions. But I guess the 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 overarching the overarching piece is sort of what are your what are your dominant like experiences of gaming as like a social 
thing or, mm. or kind of played with other people in some way or another when you were younger. So it gave you the the Smash Bros game. Uh, Smash Bros one is probably the younger side of that. Mm -hmm. And that was really like, that was a fun thing that my brother and I did. Um, my sister was also somewhat into gaming. There was one game that she was just obsessed with um, and played like from start to finish. I think she was the first one of us who actually completed a game start to finish, hmm. um, which was pretty interesting because other than this one this one game, she doesn't she didn't really play very much. She still doesn't. Um, although she did that? get into Animal Crossing. It was Spyro. They just remastered this too. I oh, gave it to Spyro. Her. Oh, yeah. that's an OG game, yeah. I gave her the remastered version for like Christmas a few years back. Um, I think I had the demo of that. It was great. It was really fun. It was cute little purple dragon, you know? Fun yeah, 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 yeah. No, but um, then as I got older, and my friends didn't really get into it, so I kind of dropped off that for a while. Um, in college, though, my roommate, uh, Megan, was she was just like a wizard at N64 Mario Kart. What? Um, and I oh, was yeah. like, let's get good at this. And she and I had like a summer where we were like, it was just the two of us. We had two other roommates. We usually stayed in like, like the four of us stayed together. Um, and Meg and I had like a summer where, um, we were like doing classes or staying in town over the summer in college. And, uh, and she, we just got good at Mario Kart. We just spent like a <laughs> summer getting really good at Mario Kart. And I'm still pretty good at Mario Kart. It's true. It's true. This explains now why you can kill us at drinking and driving. <laughs> it's because I spent a lot of time practicing. <laughs> a lot of time. The but truth's like, coming out. Yeah, that was wow. like a, that was a really cool, just, and we would have, or like every, all of her birthday parties, she, we just wanted to like stay up late, get a couple drinks, and get some snacks and play Mario Kart for several hours. And it was great. Mm. It was fantastic. So that was one that we would always like, anybody will play, like, will pick up Mario Kart. I love that about that game. Is that like, it doesn't matter if you like games or not. If you get offered to play Mario Kart, you're going to play Mario Kart. Um, because it's just good, good old fashioned fun. So new fashioned fun. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've already mentioned like sort of. Yeah, being being the younger brother in the whole uh, scheme of things. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's kind of like how it, you know, I feel like not just not just in my like uh, nuclear family, but like across my extended family, like everyone, I have a lot of cousins and of all like very similar ages. So we all had like our own t consoles usually. So like if every game to, you know, went to someone else's house is like, I didn't have a Sega Genesis, but like I'd go to my cousin's house and say, hey, now we're playing Sonic. Um, mm -hmm. Or like I didn't, have, I didn't end up having an N64, but my cousin did. Mm -hmm. um, so we kind of had a consoles like across like the generations of consoles also. So it always was like, a, you know, like anytime there's a gathering, you know, the adults would be doing their own thing. And then the cousins would be in there, you know, playing whatever the, the game that, you know, the person had in their house. Right. So yeah. we'd be Smash Bros. It'd be Sonic. It'd be uh you know all or it'd be you know playstation wow. final fantasy like just watching someone play final fantasy which is crazy now that i think about it like <laughs> just watching someone <laughs> play an rpg um but it was yeah. fun and entertaining to me and like getting through the story the weird stories that they had um as a kid didn't make no sense but um they're still fun and all the cool graphics and summons and all that stuff so i think it, it was very familial like mm -hmm. experience mm -hmm. uh growing up at least um yeah. and then you know uh so yeah, yeah, it was it was always kind of. I think about it now. I think about it. It was always like pretty permeating throughout like my uh, growing up. So that's crazy. Was there anyone in Was there anyone in your broader family who was like the legend of 
gaming in general or any specific game? Was there some member of your family where it was like, oh, they're, you know, no one can uh, beat them or. Yeah. It's funny. It's like my, my, um, I used to, so it'd be my brother who's a little bit older, older. And then I had a younger cousin who was like super into gaming. He had like all the consoles and stuff and, mm. um, got into N64 and he was like ridiculous at, uh, Smash Bros. Like, <laughs> uh the original one right and it w- it was so funny because he was like a like a couple of years younger than us and he would like mop the floor for all my older brothers like <laughs> they get so mad and angry at him and he'd just be like he'd always pick mario um and he'd like, destroy <laughs> everyone it was hilarious he'd, he'd beat me all the time um but yeah he was he was he was the legend of that game uh, he was pretty good at gaming in general too yeah do you remember were you one of the people who got frustrated at him for beating everyone oh yeah oh that- yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'd go there just to just just to hang out and play uh, video games, and yeah, it, we'd just be like, "All right, we gotta play something else. Let's we can't, <laughs> we, can't we can't play this anymore. Pick a different game." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's funny to hear that because I feel like in a lot of our circles, our common friend groups, Alan, you're the one that's good at video games. Or we're like, Alan's good. Like I remember we would have we'd skip work and we all played. What was the Star Wars shooter that came out a couple years back or whatever? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Battlefront? Like the first Battlefront, Battlefront or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great one. And yeah. Alan's like turning all his stick sensitivity to fucking 11. <laughs> and his screen's like zapping around, getting headshots. And we're like, what are you doing? I thought I was actually good at shooters. And you're like wall running around us fucking sniping people. <laughs> That's funny, yeah. Multiplayer is like a whole nother like, uh, I feel like persona to like my gaming uh life like i don't do it as much anymore but mm. it used to be a pretty big like playing um first person shooters and stuff and uh i think we all i mean i don't know really had definitely experience of call of duty probably at some point and <laughs> kind of yep. born out of that but yeah i think when i got older like playing with uh you know people at work i i was like oh yeah i guess i kind of I kind of am kind of good at this game. <laughs> these kind of games. I kind of know how to play this. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I always, that's another part I enjoyed. Definitely enjoyed um, uh, playing with, with, with people like that uh, at work and stuff. It was really fun when we were able to. It was always hard to align the um, the stars to, to actually do it. But when it did mm-hmm. happen, it was pretty, uh, it's pretty fun and pretty magical stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how being good at a game is all relative too. like compared to this person yeah. i might be terrible oh, yeah, but then yeah. you come into another group and it's like oh wow i'm i guess i am pretty good at this or yeah, yeah it's all yeah right, got right. Some skills that's funny yeah yeah did you play did you play with your sister billy uh no for the most part hmm. i would try i always tried to get her a little oh, like play yeah. video games or different ones or um in that same thread holds true even outside of video games and usually just like not interested in the kind of like games or play that i was interested in whatever Mm -hmm. the thing was even if it was like i want a rollerblade and she'd be like interested and for whatever whatever the opposite of that is is, would be where (laughs) she was interested Um, there's a sibling thing (laughs) yeah Yeah. so i didn't i had none of that in the house and but i had a lot of what alan was talking about so i had like a group of cousins and we did that with all the family parties, pretty much exactly what Alan was describing. But then also mine extends into like all my guy friends at that age. Mm. Sleepovers were all about video games. Mm. Like, mm. And, and everybody, and it was kind of interesting of my segments or like, you know, you have, a, you'd have a few different friend groups sort of where it's like if I, if I slept over at my cousins, they had an SNES and we'd play like Mortal Kombat all night. Oh, yeah. Um, 
if I stayed over at a certain friend's house, he might have like the new PlayStation and we were playing like Metal Gear Solid 2 and Mm. getting our minds blown. Or in another one, it was like my friend group who was all into sports and basketball. So we only played fighting games or nba jams and it's like we played nba jams all the time and we just got super competitive with it and we would take turns and you know there'd be like eight of us but only two at a time playing right and people would either be watching or just like creating a bracket for who's going to get in next to like get to play and stuff like that yeah that's funny i guess like sometimes genre based or like depending on where you went it was like a genre shift like oh yeah this is where you play medical gear salad or this is where like the sports related games because that's what's interested the people that own the console yeah exactly. yeah um, that's yeah it makes sense yeah as a kid yeah as a kid it's like you know you can you can have a few of your own games but it's interesting you get exposed to different games mm-hmm. based on sort of going to different people's houses because mm. you're yeah you're you're still kind of subject to, well, this is what my friends want to do. So I guess yeah. I'm going along with this now. That is exactly my social experience with the, with gaming because like, so, you know, I didn't, I have basically zero video game experience until college. Um, so my uh, fellow dorm mates, like on the same floor, we would gather in the common room, plug someone's console into the shitty tv in there and they played it was either guitar hero or rock band Um, that was that was was the fun one that i enjoyed i was pretty good at bass do you remember that moment (laughs) of like gaming but more often I, I died. I was like, please, can we just play Rock Band? Oh, my God. Because usually they wanted to play Super Smash, Super Smash Brothers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, it it's such chaos to, yes. like, oh, yeah, yeah. not know what's going on. I have to remember who is what character. Also, I don't know any of these characters. Like, mm-hmm. I'm Ness. I'm Ness. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck Ness is. You know, like, is it the green guy? No, that's Link. Okay, sorry. Like, yeah. Um, and so, like, it, it was not really fun to watch because it was so chaotic. But, uh-huh. and, oh, but you yeah. know, funny when someone gets a crazy kill or something, whatever. Sure. But, um, yeah, but you couldn't uh, follow, not fun in the way that you couldn't follow the whole thing. Exactly. And, go, like, oh, and then, you know. like, God forbid they force me to be like, Jackie, come on, you have to do a round. Here, just mash A or whatever it was, you know, and I'd be like, I would just fall off the stage over and over and over again and not have fun. On, on purpose? <laughs> no. Oh, no. <laughs> I would like forget who I was. It was be it like was looking, looking at Jigglypuff mm-hmm. and forget that I'm the other pink something. And like, oh, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, just yeah, yeah. like gritting my teeth and being like, I'm being social. <laughs> <laughs> Are you my friend? Yeah, now? exactly. Yeah. Rock band now. Yeah, Please yeah. love me. Yep. Yes. And this Play is this music. is the environment in which I met my future husband. Oh, <laughs> what, what 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 character was he in Super Smash Bros? Mm. Do you remember? That's the question. Uh, I don't. <laughs> King King, who's the the alligator? Oh, no, he likes King that's K. Rule in the current version. In the current, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying yeah. to think. The, the oh, the original. Yeah. I could see him being like Donkey Kong or something. Yep. <laughs> Donkey Kong is one of the... Got, he likes the tanks, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say Donkey Kong or... Um, yeah. I'm yeah. sure he'll remember. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But that's, yeah, again, I mean, just it's interesting how like Jackie now sort of like on an emotional level that Mm. you have somewhat of a different experience of playing in a group as I would say, you know, probably the rest of these three have Mm -hmm. experiences of being in a group and it feeling, you know, uh, you all were using words like fun and I don't know. exciting and and stuff like that I think it was always like forced upon me and I would do it to be a good sport and just hate it the whole time (laughs) (laughs) and the rest of us are nerds but not but not but not now right no not now now. obviously (laughs) now I am one of you so it's fun right times have changed (laughs) Uh, ever since she tasted the magic of Zelda and then I would come home from work (laughs) man it was just the best because that was all very social too you were playing it alone same thing with the witcher 3 and skyrim at one point i can't remember the chronology of like what you played when but i just have memories of more like because we didn't work the same hours Mm -hmm. you had you know we had like very different kind of hour jobs so i'd come home at a certain time and you're just kind of playing through something Mm -hmm. and be like oh do you want the tv and be like no i actually would like to drink a beer with my like chipotle salad bowl thing i bought and just sit on the couch and watch you do things and then ask you think like wait wait is witcher dating her now or or that or that guy like who who are you dating as Geralt and stuff and then it'd be like oh here's kind of what's happening in my fake life and it's like oh it's so cool and then just space out and watch each other play a game like that that's Mm. the thing i miss the most about living with roommates is the coming home on different schedules and just being like Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, I always joke yeah. about the time you were picking mushrooms in, like, a cave in Skyrim for, like, an hour and a half while I ate dinner. And then it was like, what am I doing? Like, first of all, what the fuck are you doing? You, like, what you're choosing is, to do in this game is... right now is so boring. And I just passively watched it for, like, an I can, hour and a half. I can and picture this so clearly. I had, yeah. I had no concept of, like, like, I don't know. Sometimes when I watch Jimbo play... Tears of the Kingdom, he'll be like, mm. oh, I'm not going to do this shrine right now because it's boring to watch or something like he plays differently if I'm watching. Yeah. And so, you know, oh, me yeah. as a newbie to gaming, you come home and watch me play like I don't think like, oh, this is not a time to organize my inventory. <laughs> <laughs> it's not tailored to no. uh, Billy's. Uh, Billy's viewing, particular viewing, uh, It's not like yeah. a let's exactly. play. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Let's yeah do something I'm not tailored to his now. viewing experience. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I can yeah. so picture, I can That's so clearly so picture what you're describing, Billy, and I feel a little sad right now that I, I have nostalgia about it, which makes me feel very old. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow, that was long enough ago that I have that nostalgia, we have nostalgia about for it. it. That's really yeah. cute. Yeah. It's pretty fucking dark. Yeah. <laughs> we are digging up some dark stuff here. Uh, <laughs> um, so let me see. Uh... So let me ask, I guess, one of the really broad questions, and we, we've, we've sort of gone around this a little bit, um, but I guess, yeah, I think I'll do this one. I'll, I want to ask you all um, what the relationship for you is between, like now, so now we're kind of focusing on you, you now and how you, mm-hmm. how you experience yourself and gaming and these things now. So at this point in your life, what, what's, uh, like, what's the relationship for you between gaming and stress relief or stre- I guess stress or stress st- and stress relief? Mm-hmm. Wow. If you're an athlete, you know, the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. 
After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Jackie, you start. Mix Mm. it up with us. It's definitely a treat. It's an indulgence. It's something, I mean, like, it's really nice to be a part of this podcast and and have like a forced treat be like oh no oh i gotta play video games yeah. like <laughs> i have to i gotta finish uh, my homework yeah, you know right, like right. but but if we have you know if it's not if it's not a time crunch and it's like okay i have an entire whatever big chunk of time to complete this small bit of gaming it's like i really i really like kind of ration out my my time playing the game because I think like oh I can't spend like all night playing like that's that's just too self-indulgent you need to also remember that you have laundry to do you know it's like always in conflict with the rest of the obligations in my life yeah I hear that Mm. yeah so it kind of it almost it can almost in that way maybe it can almost even tip are you saying it could even like tip into being a stressor if you're like oh i or it's almost like the other responsibilities are stressors yeah but but being yeah it being it definitely away from like them for long enough it, it can induce guilt if i spend too much time on it mm. mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah 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 mm-hmm. is that something that uh yeah how how do you how do you feel about that is is that something that you would want to change or like if you look yeah. if you look at it from above is it yeah. something that you feel like it's, yeah i could i should would, feel i should own my indulgences in general and be like yeah you've been working hard you earned this and you don't need to feel bad it's okay you can relax for an hour that's okay <laughs> you know yeah. Well, spoiler alert, you're not the only one who struggles with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, yeah. Well, before Addy said it, I was going to say I definitely relate to everything you're saying mm-hmm. with like having that same inner conflict. I think it's probably sort of one of the reasons why. Well, for I actually just like the communal aspect of gaming, but then the, there was a bonus to what you're saying, Jackie, that was probably pretty subconscious. But like, hey, if we start the podcast, then we have. Uh, a have to that we can put on this yeah where it's like oh we also have to so like it's yeah. not just it's not just for fun we we in order to keep it going we have to mm-hmm. play mm-hmm. you have a responsibility <laughs> to uphold do your homework yeah yep. yep. <laughs> yes definitely what about you two hmm. uh i feel like for me i don't know it's uh it's definitely changed a bit just being a dad now i think there's like a extra level of um you know uh when 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 do i have time to game in general (laughs) um so like i think prior to that like um you know uh especially like when we kick off this podcast right like it was an opportunity for me to like stay connected with people and talking to uh, talking about games and like Mm -hmm. things i would normally i tell this billy all the time but like things we would normally do like if we were at work but we were all at home at the time so yeah. we didn't have those like mini moments in between work to talk about the latest game and we never get in that deep but it was just enough for me to be like 
still connected and kind of being like, we're not playing the game together, like together, but we're playing the game together sometimes, <laughs> yeah, not yeah. together, right? And yeah. so there was that <laughs> moment of it that was really like appealing to me at the time when Billy pitched it to me and I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, totally. I want to do that. Like, let's do that. Um, and now it's, um, and yeah, before that, it was always like very much a stress relief kind of, um, uh, you know, uh, moment for me, I guess, when I would play games. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it, to me, it helped a lot, um, in that respect. Uh, now it's definitely, you know, it shifted a bit cause it's, it's harder to find time to, to do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. this is, de- this does definitely give me the sort of like, I gotta do it, which is kind of helps a bit. Um, it's totally like balancing the other responsibilities that I have. Um, obviously having so much, um, support for my partner in, in mm. this too. So that's, uh, you know, I'm so grateful in that. That's, you know, she lets me do it, uh, in, you know, to, to still do it to this uh, degree. Right. So, um, but, uh, yeah, so to me, it's still, it's, you know, finding the right moments to do it does still bring, uh, the stress relief that I used to have. I just don't do it as much as I used to. So it's very, uh, very purposeful in those, like, I got to do this now kind of thing. So it's a bit more scheduled in a way, yeah. which is different yeah. than it, uh, it has been in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's um, it's interesting the sort of I mean like Jackie was saying too the uh, the things that sort of pull you then pull you away from gaming and mm. like things in you know whatever you want to call it real life or um, actual what, I don't know I don't know what you all call the world outside of uh, the bad times here's the, king- <laughs> here's the kingdom right now. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's interesting, like the things that pull you out of it and how, mm-hmm. um, but how your relationship to those things can be very different too, you know, like Jackie's, Jackie's in a completely understandable way noticing, well, like sometimes I think I'm maybe giving too much kind of weight to some of those things where I'm I'm shaming myself where I don't need to, but mm-hmm. it's, you know, but it's interesting that you're bringing in, like for you, Alan, it's like being a father is very different. And I'm, I, I don't know, I imagine that. Um, or I guess I wonder if that feeling of like being pulled away from a video game feels like different as it relates to like the role of being a father versus versus maybe something else that you felt pulled away from it for beforehand. Like, you know, the laundry, like Jackie said. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's, obviously very different. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's different. I think I think you still kind of feel the same in a way. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the stakes is maybe. I guess the stakes are a little higher, but like the obligation <laughs> the is still laundry there. probably. <laughs> yeah, a little I mean, yeah, I don't. Yeah, not to diminish anybody else's, but I feel like it's still there, right? It's still a thing for everyone. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's a, it, it's yeah, really just scheduling it out a bit more is 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 key now. Um, I got to get better about it too, but um, you know, it's just like just trying to find the time to do it and uh because it is to me it is still a big part of my life and i want it to still be part of my life and and, and something i think that's definitely going to be um hopefully something i can share with with my son too so i think that'll be uh that'll be nice um Mm -hmm. and i can't wait to for him to to beat me at whatever game we're playing (laughs) at the time or whatever or he's not gonna want to play i don't know well we'll see he's gonna want to be a sports kid and i'm I'm screwed (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna be like billy's sister and be like i want to go rollerblading kaylee do you still get a whole lot of like kaylee land when you play 
nowadays. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's easy gonna... to kill, like, a lot of time. <laughs> it's really easy to kill a lot of time. <laughs> I tend to... It's... So I do... It's, it's definitely a form of stress relief for me. But mm-hmm. my challenge, instead of, like... The challenge becomes that, like, I don't know, I rebel immediately against the, I have to do the laundry things. And it's like, no, I, I deserve this. And, like, I get into it and, like, eight hours yeah. will pass. And I'll be like, hmm, okay, wait a minute. I've already played this section that I'm not supposed to play. Um, so, which is how that happens. I get... I get immersed very quickly and easily. And this is what happens. Hmm. This is why I can't read before bed too, is because if I, if I like settle into bed with a book, you know, which normally is a nice wind down activity for anyone else, yeah. I will be up until 3am. Oh my God. And like, I will, I just will not be able to put it down. Oh, wow, and so yeah. I definitely, I go, it's, yeah, I'm able to like focus real hard on the thing <laughs> to, yeah. to a level of detriment. But mm. um, yes. So for me, it's more about like, creating the space i like i do like to do all the chores first and then i know i can just go ahead and Mm. just like let myself do that thing yeah um Mm. because it's nice it's nice to be fully immersed it's nice to have that distraction from all the things oh yeah there's definitely a high (laughs) level of escapism yes (laughs) at play (laughs) right yeah 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 Yeah. and and the i think the overarching kind of per like personal question is um is sort of uh, like what, again, sort of like, so how, what's your, what do you make of that for yourself? Or like what, you know, what is that? I think that's what we all just, or what you all rather just answered is kind of like you're, you know, well, some of you feel like, well, actually that, like that part of me that tries to pull me away is actually like kind of a shaming part, but then Kaylee's noticing that maybe that like maybe there's a part that's actually like a part of her that's kind of actually like caring about her wanting to be more balanced and in being like ah you gotta you gotta pull yourself out more but it's a Mm. but like finding that finding that place of like not shaming yourself for doing something that you just genuinely enjoy for the sake of enjoyment yeah um but then also uh yeah, I mean, I, I guess I could I could also easily see why anyone would have like certain, you know, voices in them or parts in them that are that are not just shame, but that are like, you know, because I, I think gaming, I guess I'm going to say something a little broadly right now, but just gaming can be so immersive. And I could I could mm-hmm. easily see where a, a part would like a part that is saying to yourself, like, you know, you got like, let me pull you away. You got to do this. I could see why it it would be like. I got to play with my son or, or, you know, we've talked about like laundry and parenthood, which are two very opposite ends of the spectrum, but there's yeah. also, you know, there's also like, I've got to go spend some time with friends or mm-hmm. like, I've got to call my mom or mm-hmm. something, something that's mm. maybe, impo- maybe more important than laundry. <laughs> right. That, but that is something other than like staying immersed in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of you all want to say anything more about that, but uh plus one i guess i don't know if i have anything other than like yeah that all sounds right to me and the inner conflict that i feel with a lot of it and and i also think there's like maybe one piece that i think about myself with it is like i do have this disease with anything that's just fun where i also think 
geez, you could be being productive right now, whatever mm-hmm. that means, the fake mm-hmm. societal productive that yeah, I kind of yeah, have yeah. instilled on me from childhood about mm-hmm. like, you yeah. need to get all straight A's, you yes. need to go to the yeah. certain school, you need to get yeah. the certain thing. And like, that's definitely the environment that I grew up in of like, yeah. you only go to school if you yep. get the scholarship, you only get this if you get that and that if you get that. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere along the way, you do wake up and you are like, this is what all that got me. <laughs> I mean, like, it's okay, but it, there's there's not a swimming pool here or like, can can anyone even buy a house today? And so, you know, so there's like a, there's interesting levels of that where mm-hmm. it's like, uh, mm-hmm. but I still have a decent amount of that that I combat sometimes. And then it's like, oh, okay, it's Sunday. Should we play a game for three hours? And then sometimes I'm getting fidgety <laughs> while we play it. And I'm thinking like, geez, I could be whatever the fake productive thing is. Like I can be doing the productive to try to get ahead in the rat race of Mm -hmm. nothing before we die. And so like, I definitely am always like (laughs) fighting that. And I think that's why I like the, the most immersive games to try to shut that up for a while. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's, It's definitely just like another, another layer of things to prioritize like what mm-hmm. is the most important to you what is needs to be accomplished at all costs yeah. and right. like you know where yeah, does yeah. video gaming fall yeah. among that ranking right like it's it's just right, right. Yeah. but Praise. but you can and then you can also yeah i mean that definition of importance can really yeah it can it's malleable right so yeah. like you know trying to really you know trying to really ground into a place where it genuinely feels like, oh, like, you know, release or de-stressing or fun, you know. God forbid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that we, uh, that any of us adults in life have fun and and like value it as important. But, you know, we can, we can maybe, I mean, I think it's, it takes, it's hard work because of, you know, Billy, you were speaking to sort of, um, like actually a real grappling with that there there might be there might be some part of you that's saying you know I well I deserve to have fun but then there's another part that is in conflict that's saying you know uh that's still like that kind of inherited uh inherited piece of well productivity is the most responsible so you're mm-hmm. you're actually doing something wrong right now mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and sort of grappling with that conflict a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. for sure I'm curious, Addie, if you're going to mm-hmm. ask any questions about character creation. Yeah. So that I was I was so I was just thinking I should jump to a couple. Yeah. So that was one. I guess Jackie, you're um you're bringing us there. So let's just go there. Yay. So there was, you know, um we'll start with yeah, so how how connected do any of do all of you feel to like the characters in a video game or, you know, asked another way, sort of similarly to what I asked before, how, like, how important is connection to a character in your experience of like fun and enjoyment of a game? Super important. That's like, that's Mm. up there for me. I like, I like creating the internal monologue, the backstories, like, why do I care about this thing? And like making up the whole like Mm -hmm. reasons why I love that. It's very, is, or if a character has it already and like, why do I care about you? Like, Aloy is a great example of that. Um, I feel like, yeah, I super care about Aloy. Cool, curious, um, outsider, like trying to just fit in and have fun, fun time. Yeah, awesome. Get that. Let's go. <laughs> and um, yeah, so for me, that's a that's high on my list of priorities. Does the um, 
yeah does the does the why like why you care about that character mm -hmm. is it is that meaning making more internally created do you feel for you or is it um is it partially determined by the plot like what this you know what this character's kind of role or place is in the plot and that's why they're you know that's why i care about them or why they're important or is it more sort of the persona that you're coming up with internally kind of depends on the game so like Elden Ring um it was more because I sort of decided all that because again that's like your character that you create and it kind of has your stamp on it and they kind of do a generic thing well not not a generic thing they, they go on the quest that you decide on um mm -hmm. and but then something that's more guided like a God of War or a um Horizon uh Zero Horizon Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, that one's more guided and the plot was incredibly strong. And so like, yes, that, that mm -hmm. does feed into that a little bit as well. So it kind of depends if it's, yeah. Like Zelda, like Tears of the Kingdom. I just, I, I just think Link is a, I just, you know, he doesn't, do, he doesn't say much. He doesn't have, he's a little bit more of a blank canvas. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, I like how you get just little snippets of his personality throughout, like in some of the memories or other interactions. And so, you know, I think you get, there's enough there of that for me to make that fun. I see Link as super drab. Like, that's fair. Like, zero dimensional. Like, I don't know anything about Link's personality. <sighs> yeah. They just call him Noble Swordsman, and it means yeah. nothing. <laughs> like, absolutely nothing. He might as well not exist. It might as well be a first person game. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. Other, other games like, yeah, have you felt connected to more connected to characters in other games? Yeah, well, like playing playing the most recent God of War made me think a lot about parenting, like like raising someone and shaping them into some what you think is the right thing to be versus like letting them be their own thing and like that like I always it's always it always becomes first person because you're the one controlling this character so you mm -hmm. naturally will right like will have mm -hmm. like some kind of identity with it. So I always struggle when I'm like when I was creating my character in Elden Ring, like I tried not to make it too much of like my ideal, like what would what would I be as like a pinnacle warrior mm. or mage or whatever. Like um I I always try to challenge myself to make it something detached from mm. how I see myself, but I usually fail. <laughs> why, why is it? Can I, can uh, I yeah, ask yeah. why is it that you want to do that? Why Why do you want it to be detached or why is that? Because it's too easy to just create yourself. Mm. I agree with that. It, yeah. I was going to ask, do you feel like it's a, a push to be more creative, if you will? Yeah. To be like, I want to live as someone else, so let me try to do it. And then you mm. inevitably... Yeah. accidentally walk into the role of the being creep. yourself again yeah. yes you you creep back into yourself exactly mm. literally alan no judgment on the one true alan yeah, yeah. yeah I was gonna say, alan alan goes the opposite way he's like why are we trying uh, to not just why, be ourselves? why would you want to be anybody else but yourself <laughs> um, really, yeah i don't know why it's just yeah i definitely just named my character alan um in the lore of elden ring um i think it's funny yeah for me it's it's like it, it depends on the game right i think we've mm -hmm. all kind of mentioned or talked a little bit about it like if there's a if there's like a, a protagonist in the game like like in a horror game or something or like in a more like story driven game i think you kind of uh learn to learn to like or not like them i guess or like bring something into the, that character that you can kind of um 
attribute to yourself or like even maybe just recognize something that you like about them. They're like, oh, yeah, I kind of, you know, this is you start like liking them, I guess. I never, um, ever liked Leon. <laughs> um, did you see his hair? What are you hair? talking about? He was uh, his hair. No. Um, <laughs> the cop inside. Yeah. Not, 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 not even the, the backflips or the uh, drop kicks. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's funny. It's like, yeah, so there's that. But then if you're making your own characters, there's like a level of like, um, you know, I try to, you know, make characters that maybe are just better versions of what I think could be me. I don't know, like, <laughs> or something that I would want to be or something. Right. Um, like a skilled samurai, right? That's that, that, that'd be cool. Um, <laughs> and then, like, in, like, multiplayer games, I think for me, I remember Overwatch, Billy, we, mm. we, that was a game we play. Um, mm. I would always play, like, support classes, or in that game, I play support class because for some reason, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, if I'm not good at the shooting part, I can at least help my team and like be good at that. And but that apparently you are good at shooting. Yeah. Hilarious thought process for the best shooter on the team. <laughs> yeah. <keep> going. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, so I guess it helped out that I was also good at shooting. But my my enjoyment out of that, like a role of the game was to, to support the team. And like, yeah, just just, uh, you know, just I, don't know, I, I enjoy that that as part of that class. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that was just part of my personality. I don't know. I think I attribute to it. Yeah, I I feel like you guys are just I feel like I'm just agreeing with and like living the same kind of experiences as you guys. I think I live I, I live closer to the experiences of Jackie and Alan than Kaylee, where I tr- I think I think I have the Jackie thing where I try to have what Kaylee can't have, where sometimes she's like, I made this character with a, their scar is part of this part of the backstory and all this stuff. And every oh, time yeah. she says it, it's like, she just makes me realize what a hack I am as a writer. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I, I was... literally just made a <laughs> hot silly. female and I was like, it would be kind of cool to be that. So yeah, that's yeah. what I'm going to no, be. And I like, mean... that's as deep as my thoughts are. And it's like a backstory. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> the backstory is I shipwrecked here, just like it told me. And now I'm on this island. Like, what? Well, what are you talking about? I mean, by that logic, more creative? if you're just trying to be a hot girl, I'm just trying to be interesting. It sounds like. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> and, and so my solution to do that is much uh, easier in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't need a backstory. <laughs> Kaylee, I mean, Kaylee already has the hot girl part down. So. <laughs> exactly. Aww. So then she's like, she's like, but what if you had a scar? And I'm like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not even close scars. to that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. See, you're you're just going a step further. Um, <laughs> well, Billy, if you feel like you're if you feel like you're agreeing with everyone, let me ask. Um, like same same topic, but just a slightly different question. Do you? Um, do you have any like memory, like any memory at any point of playing a game where the like the character had a really particular impact on like the you know the fun or the like enjoyment of the game? Was there any standout game for you that that looking back you're like oh yeah that like I that character was you know either like it was so fun or I still remember oh, what yeah, it was I guess like to maybe be that the uncharted series mm. for me uncharted series might be some of the best of like actually thinking that um their banter and they're just like so people have talked a lot about how it doesn't make sense that they're killing everybody while they're doing this i get it but i think you're supposed to go in knowing it's a game and and like whatever to that part and so to me their characters work really well because to me their characters are there to have fun and that's why you turn that game on and they're there to like 
joke around and take it a little lighthearted and have fun explosions. And it's like, that's what you want sometimes. Uh, I think outside of that, the characters who have always worked the best for me are characters who are curious, like Kaylee is saying, because I think it connects to the... It, I think it's very clever because it probably connects to what the player is bringing to the table. So then the character is not at odds with what you want to do, whereas some games, when the characters bump me the most and I get irritated with them, it's when they're, they don't want to be doing the thing. And and I think like developers thought it'd be really funny, right? Really funny to have like a sarcastic this or that, and they mm-hmm. don't want to do the thing. And they're like, oh, another puzzle. But then that makes you think, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do the puzzle either. Mm-hmm. So like having a character that's like wicked excited about that stuff, I think the most helps you jump in to the role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that enthusiasm, like the enthusiasm or the game gameness, so to speak. Yeah, tra- just like translates. a positive attitude. I, I want to hang out for hours with a positive attitude. Go ahead, Jack. A counterpoint to that. I I think the next game after Breath of the Wild that I played was Witcher 3. And Geralt is just a hum an uh, a humbug. A humbug? <laughs> he is. A humbug. He's yeah. just a curmudgeon. He's just like a grumpy old man and hates everything. <laughs> and it was but really deep down, funny. He cares. And I think you, that's part of his appeal, right? Yeah. I just did not realize that humbug could be a like a, a word to describe someone i always thought it was just <laughs> don't, humbug don't, is the exclamation no I'm I'm, i like it salad. <laughs> i like it i'm i'm gonna i'm keeping that in the back pocket in case i ever need to call anyone a hum- they are a humbug <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i i it was I don't know, like my idea of a protagonist in a video game was always like the hero that everybody loves, you know, and it was like, oh, you know, Sonic or Mario or Link. Mm. Um, And so to have Geralt be like, oh, people like shy away from him and Mm -hmm. he's like not interested in socializing or, you know, just like just being who he is was was really interesting to me in it and it it made the game more fun to have that that like grumpy perspective mm-hmm. mm. that was a particularly unique one too i liked that as well i was like oh yes there's an anti-hero excellent <laughs> like yeah. you know yeah, someone you don't right. you know we love who, like clearly is really important but like really doesn't want to be <laughs> exactly <laughs> yes yes i know Gosh. i know it's like i do this again <laughs> there's something interesting with his character though. I thought a lot about his character because I also love his character and I think I think this is what like a lot of games get wrong mm-hmm. like his character works because deep down he actually does care right. mm-hmm. and it makes all his jokes funny because mm-hmm. the conflict mm-hmm. is within himself so like when he has to go to the ball and put on the nice shirt <laughs> he will do it but he kind of doesn't want to but also deep down he wants to be there for his friends or help the person or whatever that specific quest is about yeah. yes whereas a lot of games will kind of miss that distinction and that depth i think and they might just make a sour protagonist who makes fun of it the whole time and there's something that gets kind of like mean about it mm-hmm. and then and then when it's just actually mean i think it loses it for me curmudgeon like, yeah. that's the word I was yeah. Looking yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, oh, yes. yeah yes yes i still like humbug. Yeah. humbug yeah yeah <laughs> that should be done right and have like more depth than just like pithy like liners or one-liners or whatever right yeah yeah mm-hmm. fucking leon yeah hey. leon well, Leon wanted to be, yeah, well, whatever. He's just a no one. Yeah. He's a no one character. Yeah, he's <laughs> awful. Leon's no an example Leon. of someone that made me like the game less. 
<laughs> yes, that's a great. Ex- that is a great example of yeah. that. Is like that isn't a character who I like. I uh, this game would be more well, interesting without you. Yep. So. Oh, poor Leon. Yeah, poor Leon. Jeez. Um how how long do we go? I forgot to ask before we started recording. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, we don't really until, until, uh, until the Jackie sings. Are out. Yeah, yeah the Jackie sings. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, that's great. sometimes those things happen together. <laughs> the Confluence. show isn't over until the Jackie sings. Until the Jackie yeah. sings. Yeah, that's true. I like that. True. What? But what is she going to sing? That's the real question. That's Ooh. always the question. She doesn't, she doesn't know either. Know either. I don't know. <laughs> You got, you've got time. You've got time. <laughs> Musical genius cannot be rushed. <laughs> it's just one. It's just one more fucking stressor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a few. I have a few more. I think quite like I have like maybe four more or something that I think would be oh, wow. good ones. Um, yes. Where where was the one that? Choose one. Choose one that will be the final question. Oh, I know. I know what the final question is. Great. Be. Okay. Yeah. Then. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll do, we'll do, I want to do a few of the, the sort of, you know, as, as heavy as we're going to get, which is not Let's very do heavy. It. Let's do it. Let's and, go then, and then the last question is going to uh, be okay. a lighter one. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Um, okay. okay. So. Awesome. So I guess first of all, um, what and maybe let's let's say maybe each of you name like three um what emotions do you think you experience most dominantly when you're playing a game and i know that's of course game dependent but just mm-hmm. if you like just com- uh like commonly or generally what are sort of the most dominant emotions that you think sort of pop up for you in gameplay curiosity Have a- Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's Go a good ahead. one. I'm just. I was actually going to ask a really stupid question. <laughs> can, can you give us the dumb, quick example so I make sure I play the game right? Because I started to think like immersion, and then I was like, "Wait, immersion's yeah, not yeah, an yeah. emotion. What's the emotion?" And I was getting like in my head. Okay, <laughs> Billy, emotions are like happy and sad. Happy, and sad, <laughs> hungry. Job, are we going? Kaylee? I guess that was part of my question. Are we going that high level? I guess yeah. is that the right yeah, way to play? Yeah. Or is that, oh, okay. That's, those are. I didn't know if that was too old, abstract. Where it was like, <laughs> like health therapy. Is that's what emotions are. <laughs> Am I doing it right? Okay, that's sorry. That's not too. I mean, also that's I'm going to edit this out. I'm going to edit this. Out. <laughs> <laughs> also, that's not too high level. I'm just laughing because I'm like, that's the only level you can. Like, those are just those are what emotion. There's like, um, what's a what's an emotion and what's mm. not an emotion? I think, but so it's not high, it's not too high level, Billy. Yeah. So let me. Okay, Jackie, oh, keep or yeah. Do you want sorry. me to list oh, out? Up. Do you want me to toss out some? What are emotions? So <laughs> frustration, frustration, oh, excitement, yeah, um, excitement, Some soft um, frustration. Yeah, uh, I love the like, thrill of discovery. Yeah, mm. me too. Me yeah, too. Yeah. That's when I'm chasing. Yes. That's yeah. the dragon I'm chasing. Yes. I, I don't get it all the time, but that's what I'm most looking for. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like finding right. the bright bloom seeds on the beach and being like, "Wait a minute, there's a trail of these. What's yeah. going on? <gasps> like this is a thing." Like that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. that's the best feeling. The thrill. The, what did you call it, Kaylee? The thrill of discovery. Discovery. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Is uh, catharsis? Is that a is that an emotion? I don't know. Yeah. Catharsis mm. is an emotion. Okay. Yeah. Then like that's yeah. beating it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's something like relief. Maybe I don't know mm-hmm. what it is. I guess the Release, like after yeah. after 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 you beat the. Like an Elden Ring boss after it's like, mm-hmm. oh. it just feels, it feels much more deeper than like if you just yeah. 
any other boss or you know mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. yeah, yeah there's like a real accomplishment there right. that i like with those when you do it oh my god kaylee's camera that. just turned off because it was too hot don't worry about that <laughs> Kaylee's too oh. hot. Okay, so, oh, you see, we, Kaylee, I mean, we've already uh, established this earlier. It's, yeah. I, I'm in the I'm in the Jimbo den, and uh, there's not air conditioning down here. Oh no! So it is oh no! Warm. Sorry, Jimbo. Oh, I'm sure your camera's fine. Your mic is okay though. My mic is fine. So we'll just we'll just let that one ride. It Oops. might come back. Oopsies. It's fine. <laughs> Okay. Um, wait a minute. I have never felt such highs and lows as with Elden Ring. Mm, I was yeah. just like, I've oh, never yeah. gone from just oh, the yeah. depths of like hatred and frustration and just rage, pure rage, yeah. to like, mm. ah, I am glorious and yeah. shiny and chrome. <laughs> Witness me. Yes. <laughs> Witness me. That's a great <laughs> reference, Kaylee. Yeah. I have yes. never swung so hard from one side of that spectrum mm. to the other yeah, as I did with that game. Mm-hmm. Which was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So, so do you, yeah, was that then kind of above that? Was that experience like a positive, like a positive one overall for you being, <laughs> being pulled into the highs and lows By, emotionally? A, I mean, like I probably felt more frustration than elation, but um, <laughs> I think that overall, like I feel very accomplished for mm-hmm. getting through that game and actually winning because um, I really thought I was going to like, throw the console out the window a few mm. times yeah. um which is great but uh but yeah no i i think overall yes very happy to have played it and kind of like kind of want another one so yeah but mm-hmm. maybe not yet <laughs> right. i can give it another year yeah <laughs> then to cool, cool off a little cool think, off a little bit i think i'm pretty sure the fight with millennia is the only time i've ever thrown the controller <laughs> hell yeah um uh-huh. <laughs> and i was gonna say that like I think it's highly dependent on like what you take away from the from a game is highly dependent on where you end up because I know that Jimbo like he never finished I don't know it was one of the FromSoft games probably Sekiro um yeah. where one of the final bosses like anytime they hit you would take you down a level on one of your stats and that's like a lot of hard work just that's to brutal. level up once and so for one hit to be one level he was just like no i'm done like it's over i'm not i'm not playing this game anymore <laughs> it's not worth wow. it yeah 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 huh huh yeah billy i noticed that you've <laughs> evaded the question <laughs> no no i well <laughs> I, know, I, I think we hit we hit my big ones the thrill of discovery i love the frustration into elation of mm-hmm. the front from soft games um other ones, I would say I do really like horror games. So I do like when when it's actually genuinely creepy and mm-hmm. your palms start sweating. Yeah, I remember that's I was a trying... fight or flight response. Yeah, mm-hmm. it it mm-hmm. it just takes all the like oh yeah, sub like abstract extra things. We it it pulls you back into being a caveman, right? And, yeah, and it's, that can be oh, so totally. relaxing. Yeah. Where it's, it's like the brain. biggest. Yeah, all I have to worry about is like. That I only have six bullets left because I didn't look around well enough and there's a monster at the end of the hallway. (laughs) And not all your like extra things you've put on your life that Mm -hmm. you can worry about. Hmm. So that that's my extra one, I'll add. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's very relevant because um 
Yeah, that's very relevant because, uh, like I said, lizard brain. That's a. I mean, yeah. that's a psychology. That's a. That's a very a colloquial psychology term to yeah. describe sort of like the lower part of your brain. But uh, that that kind of deals more in that uh, kind of reflex response uh, to like danger and yeah survival. Um, but it's yeah, I think. Billy, you're hitting on a really interesting, like complicated relationship with that, right? Because we we don't want to be in danger in our actual lives, but but sometimes we might be pulled towards like the simulation of that experience yeah. for different re- and for different reasons because you know we all value our um, we all value like our kind of thinking brain and analytical brain so much in in this society, but it can mm-hmm. also be very um, it can also create a lot of like complications and intrusions and ultimately unhappiness in the way that it kind of messes with us sometimes so it's that makes sense to me what you're saying about kind of liking that liking the yeah the simulation and the immersion kind Mm. of in like a fight or flight response type of situation right yeah yeah um let's see i mean you you all kind of hit on this already because the other the other thing I was going to ask emotion related is just what's the most emotionally affected that you've ever been playing a game? Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Millennia. So Kaylee oh, wow. has answered Millennia. that. Wow. <laughs> I don't think Alan yeah. and Billy answered that, though. Sort of like the number one, like the, you know, moment in a game. It can be a game, but really I'm curious about, you know, do you, rem- like, do you remember a, even a moment in a game? Um that looking back, you're like, you know, and emotionally affected really just means kind of stuff is firing in your nervous system. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. mean you were, you know, over, like experiencing like a la- elation necessarily, but just kind of emotionally affected. Like the game was really firing up your neurons mm-hmm. emotionally at like top level in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. Um, I got one if you... Uh... You go first. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's a t- that's a tough one too. I feel like there's so many. Ga- I feel like I've played so many games. And I, I I do take out take from it something. Mm-hmm. Um, not always to like a deeper like level, but um, there are like very like narrative games that have done this. Like Last of Us has done this to me. Like mm-hmm. that one. Like really the that whole series, but especially the last the last Last of Us. Um, mm-hmm. The um, the this chapter two, right? So um, part two. I think there was a moment at the end where you're like, after you've you know learned all so much about these characters, right? And then like the people you were supposed to hate, you don't really end up. At least I think that's what the game wants you to feel like, and that's yeah. how I felt about it. I like didn't want to hate them the way that the characters, uh, you know, went through the game doing. And you're kind of at a pivotal moment where you have to like essentially kill someone and do that. Like you kind of learn so much about, it and you're like, I don't want to do this, but the game is making me do it, and it made me feel a way that I was just like ah why are they doing this to me um so and i always remember that 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 was a that was a pretty uh uh you know swing of emotions there because you know like it's kind of funny that like a game could do that and that's what's Mm -hmm. uh what's wild about some of these games now that like the 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 amount of storytelling and the amount of um, world building and like Mm -hmm. emotional narrative that's attached to it now it's it's uh it does actually i think do something to people um Mm -hmm. it did, 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 did did it to me so uh, that's one yeah. that I do remember. Yeah, I have Last of Us uh, first and second mm. emotions mm. very high too in the same ways. And like there were times when Stephanie and I were playing the second one 
and hitting different twists in that story where like my palms are sweaty with mm-hmm. the controller because of things oh. that are happening and mm-hmm. I'm like no 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 um but I think my high is just so clearly defined and and actually Jackie you're in it do you remember so it's I, I may have even told the story once before but I'll try to do it a, a little bit of justice without taking too much time um it was like the first time Stephanie ever stayed over in our apartment. And in the morning, she was going to take a shower. So I go and I'm like, yes, that means I can play video games while she showers. So I like <laughs> make coffee and I turn on the system. And while and and there was like something. And I think it's because this was our regular weekend routine. It's like it, it attracts Jackie and Kyle down. They yeah. just like, it, it, oh, we, yeah. we all just like gather that. around the TV Aww. while Stephanie's gone. And there's a little bit of chatter probably like, is Lots she here? Yeah, she's in the shower. Oh, what was whatever, you know, like a little bit of chit chat. But then. I was playing Bloodborne for the very first time, oh. and you guys had been seeing me play it for just a few days, and I had never even beat the first boss yeah. yet. And like, I didn't really mm. understand the game yet. I, it wasn't clicking a whole lot, and I had just died on this boss a lot, and you guys were like making fun of this game, and it was stupid. None of us understood it yet. And then um, I'm playing the boss while we're all there talking, and I'm starting to... And it's probably like already this morning, the fourth time. Because I had mm-hmm. figured out how to get to the boss quickly, try again, try again, try again. And it's like the fourth time and the health is slowly going down and no one's talking about it, but I'm doing like pretty well and this <laughs> might be the one and we don't know for sure no one's talking. Yeah, and without yeah. talking about it, all of us slowly stood up and like near the end, all of us were literally standing in the room and they're not even playing the game. We're all just standing. Yeah. And then I beat it and we're all cheering. Yay. Like our team just won the Super Bowl. And then not only was that feeling so yeah. high and to share it with people you care about, but Aww. also Stephanie turned the corner like in a towel being like, what's happening? And she sees us all who she barely knows yet, yeah. especially these two, cheering at a screen. And with blood. And when you kill this boss, blood is raining down onto your body. Oh and it's yeah, like, yeah. I forget what they say, like, but it's like, you know, like, demon slaying yeah, or whatever their slain. thing was was for that prey one slain or, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah prey slaughtered it yeah, was probably like that and yeah. she was just like what <laughs> the fuck is going on <laughs> and, okay. it, and i was like shaking with like oh, the yeah. catharsis of it and yeah. everything so yeah. anyway mm-hmm. yeah that was my yeah that's yeah to use alan's word that sounds like a catharsis yeah. for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> yes mm-hmm. yes yeah um okay two more questions one one last kind of deep one and or actually no this might be this can be many different levels it's whatever you want and then one one last kind of later question um okay so in in just sort of like one sentence or a few words um what would all of you say to the question why do you play games games being video games specifically but but give your yeah give yourselves a minute because i'm and and it can be you know this can be like a light thing for you but i'm i'm really you know what what really would be your most important why that's like most important mm-hmm. and significant to you as to why you do it i like escape- it oh oh damn it you oh. go first kaylee uh, the escapism for sure mm. the immersion mm-hmm. being able to to have that to find something that i can like get real into and just have fun with it that is a, a place of fun so, but does that stand equally with books and TV shows and movies and other kinds of, of entertainment? Okay. So this is a really good question. And one that like, um, my Jimbo and I debate all the time. Uh, so mm. for me, video games and books are in one category. 
and movies and TV shows are far less important to me. I really don't, I could, I could never watch a TV show again and probably not miss much for like my life. Mm -hmm. Um, from my, like my perspective, I get so much more out of the, those don't, I can't really do immersion in TV Mm -hmm. and and movies. I don't Mm -hmm. really get that. Um, but books and video games I do. Hmm. Do you, do you think, I thought about this the other day. Is it because books are actually a lot more interactive, like video games, mm-hmm. like your imagination is interactive and you are literally That's true, mm-hmm. right? choosing to turn the page and read Such at your own point. speed and like doing different things. Hmm. I think so. Yeah. You're still on yeah. rails though in a book. Yeah. But at least you're, I think, I think of this like to Billy's point, right? You're making the, the, the book happen in your, in your mind, yes. right? Like, so yes. some of the things might not be what the author intended and i think that's why people sometimes get disappointed in like the adaptations of like the tv shows or i hear from carol all the time like i didn't i didn't think lupin was supposed to look like that in harry Mm -hmm. potter that's not what i imagined because no one has the same thing in their brain but yeah um Mm -hmm. and maybe that's that's a bit of the interactive part right that's like Mm -hmm. maybe connected to gaming in a way i guess yeah it's kind of co-create like the the person taking in the art and the kind of creator of the art it's it's really actually like Mm -hmm. co-created rather than just consumptive like a tv show Mm is is just you know we have all the material you're you're meant to watch it and i guess i guess you interact with it through your emotions yes i enjoy tv i enjoy tv the most when i'm also doing something else when i'm also knitting like (laughs) that's how i get (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, there's it's not there's I don't know. Video games and books take up more of my brain and push out room for other things so that mm-hmm. I don't have to think about all the other things that stress me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. What about you, Jack? I like I like video games because they are because of how interactive they are as a form of like media, entertainment, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I think you know, books come next, but I don't consider books and video games to be on the same level um you know books allow more room for imagination at least visually um but video games allow more room for imagination for an open world game Mm -hmm. um you are choosing where you go next and i really Mm. really like that part um yeah i i think for me the reason i play video games and the like i mean i think a lot of it's just like growing up it's attached to you know like having fun and, and stuff and then like uh trying to sort of do that over again you know and, and so it's it's a sense of uh stress relief i think mm-hmm. i think it's also like for me maybe about a bit about controlling something in a, in a way that maybe we don't always control in our lives and mm-hmm. maybe that's a part that's like helpful in the stress release part of it or you know just um part of it that you can do what you want to do in a game uh to a certain extent right like and and it's depending on the game right but um it does i don't know it's something something interesting about like just being able to do whatever you want in the game uh a sense of escape a sense of control maybe is is Mm -hmm. also part of it Mm -hmm. um yeah Uh, i think for me I agree a whole lot with Kaylee's answer on escapism. And that's probably where the horror connection for me comes in a lot because it, it helps with that. The other piece, though, that I've discovered more and more over the past couple of years is I also really enjoy kind of role playing um, 
in in a world that isn't as like populated and already discovered and requiring me to uh show my uh, like usefulness or purpose <laughs> through like computers and thinking and talking and th- like that's yeah. generally in today's society how what my niche has become mm-hmm. and, and i get to play games where i like chop a tree down and drag it over to an area and like start a fire just to live through the night and it's kind of like the same thing i i really enjoy also hiking and camp right and -hmm. those are kind of that and then in some games i get to go back to that simplicity of just like what if we were just like building the garden or like chopping the logs Mm -hmm. and also chopping the logs wasn't destroying the entire planet it was like there it's not overpopulated so you can chop the logs without being a horrible (laughs) horrible person or something right and like Uh, i I think that's a big piece of it too that's like an extra piece i bring Mm. nice yeah wow these are all really interesting answers i'm so glad that i asked that um okay so are you ready for the last i think this will be last question you ready for it i'm ready yeah okay yeah Yeah. so this is this is the challenge is this is a one word answer. <gasps> so or I guess we'll we'll allow Does you know, therapy often have challenges? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we'll allow maybe butts and uh all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah. And therapy, yeah. I think therapy has has challenges, but not this type of challenge. I don't oh, usually okay. so you don't I don't usually award t- points to people who normally <laughs> No. Okay. I don't usually tell people in my <laughs> sessions you have to answer this in one word, but this is for you all. Um, and for your audience, because wait, were we taking fun. points this whole time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. telling it in my head. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> um, so in one, I'm going to say one word. Um, w- how would you describe your uh, gameplay style? <laughs> mm. Oh, okay. Uh, mm. Or I guess it could be a couple words, but. Short and succinct, what would you, how would you describe your gameplay style? I think I have mine, but I'm, but I don't have to go first. You want, say yeah. It. I don't have uh, mine yet. I'd almost say basic. Um, <laughs> and, and by that, I mean, I think I'm like probably the most generic version of what a designer thinks the person's going to do when they sit down to play the game. And that's why it can be so much fun talking to Jackie and stuff because I think she does much more creative things than I will often do where I'm like, okay, the fastest way to move is this, so I'll now just do that to get to the thing to close the loop on the thing or whatever. Like, uh, just do the most basic decision, probably, typically, in a game. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to say, and I don't know if this runs counter to, like, my general, like, musings about, like, how I describe it on the podcast, too, because I feel like a lot of times... I say stuff and I'm like, oh, yeah, you guys didn't do that way. I did the dumbest way ever. Um, but like in different <laughs> games, too, like I, I feel like I want to be tactical. And that's like the word that I want to choose is like mm. the way I um, mm. try to. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> and there's like a level of that that I try to plus up in a lot of the games. But do I ever, you know, actually uh, accomplish it? Maybe not. But um, uh, I try to do it in most of the games that I play, um, at least. Mm. Mash. Hi. Mash. <laughs> that's my that's my style. Mash. Mash. Mash okay, all the is, buttons. 
<laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Button mashing. That's my style. <laughs> for a minute, I think because we were talking a lot about childhood stuff in the beginning, for a minute, all I, all I had in my head was mash the the. Oh, the show? show? Oh, the show. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what is she talking about? (laughs) Nope. Button mashing. That's my style. Fun. For a certain type of game we've introduced you to, but I I don't know. Maybe you don't think this about yourself, but I just think you play them more creatively than I see a lot of people play games. I was torn between mash and evade. (laughs) (laughs) So also like, if I don't have to fight this Uh, thing, I'm not going to fight it. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I see that too. Evasive, yeah. Very, yeah. Mm-hmm. very creative in your in your in your in, in the way you approach some things that I haven't like thought about, mm-hmm. or like the way I would have maybe done it. But it's it's super interesting when I hear from when what you what you end up doing. So yeah, mm-hmm. totally what, what Billy said too. I think. I think I'll go with uh, cautious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like to yeah. probe and sort of see what's going on, and then regroup and figure out how I want to do it, and then do the thing. <laughs> Cool. I like to probe a lot too, but outside. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured we should end Had on a end. typical yeah, standard. Yeah, really. oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just bring everyone down at the end. I'm sorry. <laughs> you didn't talk about any pigeon dating sims, Billy. I feel like this is. Oh yeah. I guess. <laughs> oh, we gotta work that that's, in. That's that's like I think a, a follow up, which is uh, a special episode of figuring out why I like dating sims so yeah, much. Okay. <laughs> maybe that maybe that can be a one-on-one podcast. Yeah, that might be We'll make we'll make all these guys play the pigeon dating sim first and then we can ask them <laughs> questions to figure out what it means about each of us. Yeah. Uh, if that's the payoff for it, then then yeah, okay. I'm game sure. for that. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um I just want to say it was an honor to be a guest on the show. You you all have never had a guest before, no, right? First no, guest. first no, so cool. guest. Yeah. This is very well, cool. Thank you. I'm I'm really honored to be a guest. And um I guess I also just want to say to I guess I also just want to say like just generally to your audience and to anyone who's listening that I hope uh, since I was kind of the the driver of this podcast for the most part today, um just that I hope that I did justice to um again, sort of that like meaning making uh, mm-hmm. of like what video games mm-hmm. mean to all of you. And I think I'm aware that I'm, again, big asterisks. I am not an expert in like video games or video game psychology, but but I am aware that there's, I think there's a lot of stuff out there in the media that can be very like shaming and judgmental about yeah. video games. Like, you know, video games are going to rot your brain and um, mm-hmm. making really broad mm-hmm. generalizations about, you know, their just how they're all bad or they're like always less valuable than whatever else you could be doing with your time or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I hope that in this episode, I hope that in my questions and and whatever you all are thinking about listening out there that um, I did justice to the idea that it's really, it's really, it means what it means to each of you individually. Mm -hmm. And um, that that can be, there can be a lot of brightness and good in that too. And it can be really be connected with like identity and, and a lot of positive things about identity too. And just a lot of things that are not about identity, but are about um, like interaction with the world and that it can just be fun too. And that fun Amen. is, fun mm-hmm. is okay. Yeah. Fun yeah. is more, fun is actually more than okay. Fun is fun. okay. Yeah, that's, <laughs> fun is okay. That's fun is true. okay. Yeah, fun is okay. Uh, you heard it here. Pigeons, <laughs> pigeons. They're a pee. 
<laughs> oh, mama. Put that thing on easy mode. Go with standard, standard, standard edition. Story mode is my big fetish. Go with standard, standard, standard edition. My avatar's all coquettish. Who's coquettish? This ain't no speed run. Starting power, you can turn me into a farmer, but though it don't hit me a horse armor. Going, yeah, I'm going. Standard, standard, standard edition. Store mode is my big Stuck at the starting tower, I've been lost for like a fucking hour.